Welcome to the George Rockle Schmidt Show. Today we're discussing what Rocky 8 could be. Hi Damien, how you doing? Hello. Enough of that. Rocky, now 75, decides to get back in the ring in a few amateur matches. He accidentally kills a contender and feels bad about it, but he also feels physically great. Can Rocky resist the urge to turn back the clock five years for every opponent he kills in the ring? Will he succumb to fighting anyone just for another taste of youth? The film could end with 15-year-old Rocky beating the living shit out of Ivan Drago's son. Discuss. Bit too quick for comprehension there. Oh, um, really? Do you, want me to, <laughs> do you want me to do it again? Uh, no, 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 no. It's a good read. It's a good read. Um, it wasn't a read. It's out of my brain. <laughs> you just hear the sounds of shuffling paper, like really stuff it back into the desk real quick. <laughs> yes. Just in case, because obviously people are watching live on webcam. <laughs> Someone's watching. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I quite like that. I mean, I again, not didn't quite pick, like, uh, follow all of that. Is, is Rocky a cannibal in this uh, in this case? It's more like a vampire. Right. Okay. Obviously, God. All right. So I've I, I, I've got you now. So he's get, he's progressive. He's pro- progressively getting younger. Right. That's right. Okay. So yeah. Well, it kind of sounds like um, we're kind of hybridizing it with uh, sort of Highlander here. Um, no. Why does it sound like that? It sounds <laughs> nothing like that. Well, I imagine you know when there's only one left, you know that will be the final five years, and you know Rocky will you know. Transcend well, you, this you could, uh, physical plane and become a space embryo, much you know, two thousand one styling. Yeah, which obviously happens in Highlander. No, if you if we're going to hybridize it with Highlander, then it's got to be Rocky's really thin and he needs to bulk up, so it's going to be called Rocky Two: The Bulkening. No, Rocky Two: <laughs> The Thickening. That's what I meant to say. Fuck. No, I'm now I'm thinking of that um, Stephen King thing. Uh, uh, the th- thinner, thinner, thinner. Yeah, thinner. <laughs> Man with my name is Judge. Yeah. Well, it's it's that movie, but Rocky Rocky's afflicted with the same was it like hex or whatever it was. Um, but he yeah. has no problem bulking up, so he's just he's effectively nipping. That's what's nipping it in the bud. But you know, he's got a he's got to lead a leg up on it. Wait, so are you saying that that the same thing happens? Like somebody puts a hex on Rocky so that he will lose weight no matter what, but the hex isn't strong enough. So basically, it means that Rocky can eat loads of pies but re- retain his amazing physique. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, he really packs on, you know, he really puts the protein in. So the story, the story is, so, the story but, is, is that Rocky knocks over some gypsy in his car and then the father or whoever it is puts a hex on Rocky, but the hex isn't strong enough and it just enables Rocky to become more powerful. And then Rocky does what? He just beats the shit out of the gypsies. <laughs> yeah, so it's not about boxing at all. It's just like an underground kind of like bare knuckle fighting ring now. No, Ro- Rocky's a lawyer. This is thinner. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you love it if you uh, you were sat there, you know, waiting for your public defender, and in came Rocky? <laughs> oh, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I just kind of wanted it to, you know, if, if I was in that position, it must descend into some kind of physical confrontation. <laughs> like, you know, the only reason that I get off is simply because he's committed a much greater crime and I've managed to slink out without anyone noticing. <laughs> so it's it, you, like you, your charge isn't dropped or anything. It's just that essentially Rocky becomes Rambo and starts firing M16s into Transformers and under the under the confusion you escape. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you I kind you of were... feel like it's it's an extension of like the previous Rocky movie, but instead of losing to that young upstart, he actually completely decimates him. Um, but 
on the back of that, he has this, you know, incredible, you know, violent streak, you know, reigniting him, like, beyond anything else. Um, and he becomes, border, you know, sociopathic in his, in his violence. So you're saying that you could have a you could have a film where Rocky's in the ring and then he gets he gets punched the wrong way and then he suddenly realizes oh fucking hell for the first for the first thirty years of my life my name was John Rambo. <laughs> I suppose that is the natural hybrid Rambo and Rocky. You never see them in the same room. Well, I was thinking it kind of it kind of be sort of um, a rehash of the previous movie, um, but they kind of focus more on that uh, simulation that Rocky sees in his fantastic restaurant at the beginning of the movie. Because that's what... So Rocky Balboa is, um, is Rocky Six, and that's the one where he, there's a simulation which inspires him to get it back into the ring. You know, they should kind of rehash that a little bit and focus a little bit more on the simulation because uh, I think there's a lot there's a lot of room for improvement there. It was very by the numbers, you know. It was uh, it was based on statistical analysis. What I think it should, you know, they they could have like played around with is it could have been almost like a sort of Mythbusters kind of exploration where you know Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman like talk about um, what. Uh, athletes of their respective ages are capable of um, in terms of their strength and their their body's uh, resilience and stuff like that. And they, you know, uh, throughout this, you know, I would say it would be an episode of Mythbusters, not a simulation, what we're fucking talking about. But they... Um they, they 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 crunch all these numbers and they run their experiments and what have you um and they just come to the conclusion that it was you know it's physically impossible because rather than rocky at his peak which is i guess the the central premise of that simulation they're talking about rocky as he is now yeah. um when they do their final their, their final pass in it it's just the most gratuitous like fucking decapitation ever um and that <laughs> rather than uh, it's it, it's the young athlete you know starting up um challenging rocky it's the other way around Rocky sees this and is completely humiliated. Is he humiliated or is he enraged? Oh, we, there's room for both, no? Okay, I'm saying that so he, then he... So enraged, he challenges this young athlete to a boxing match that he can't possibly win. Not, you know, not by, not by playing by the rules, right? Like, he's got nothing to lose according to this fucking simulation. You know, he's basically... His body is at the end of the line, so he cannot afford to kind of play by man's rules anymore. Mm-hmm. And then what, hap- um, then what happens? He's taken a few knocks in the ring, but like he's he, well, he's, he throws off the fucking gloves and like goes goes into it, mouth guards out, and he just well Tyson's it, sinks his teeth into this guy, and this is his first, you know, this is the fir- this is first blood basically, and this is when he gets his first taste, and then the bloodlust continues. What in the ring or out of the ring? Out of the ring, like like I forget the what's what's the name of uh, the other guy. So the other guy's called Mason. Mason the Lion Dixon is Rocky's opponent, played by Antonio Tarver. Oh, yeah. There's a nice bit of radio voice there. Well, thank you very much. I do remember reading about that guy. Um, apparently what happened when they filmed it was they were filming the, the, act, the fight at the end, and then he said, I'm not going to film anymore unless you give me more money. Really? Apparently. What a fucking cock. Oh, well, uh, yeah, and what a way to destroy your on-screen career. I mean, you can do that once, fine, but you're never going to work again, are you? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, what what what, is, what, what are his credits um, since? Well, he's, I imagine he, stuff like One Tree Hill. Oh, is he really? All right, yeah, he, okay. yeah, he is a boxer, so I guess he probably didn't care. Okay, it, actor credits for Boxing Bloopers and Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Boxing Bloopers, awesome. Boxing. Do, 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 do. 
Ugh. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. So, so okay, so uh, Rocky's got this bloodlust. What happens then? Or is that where the film ends and we're leaving it open for Creed? Well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's what I think. I think that's where the film ends. It's like Rocky, you know, he has his satisfaction and he's actually, you know, he's, you can see that he feels almost complete, but uh, his, his reputation is completely tarnished and he's imme- almost immediately apprehended. Yeah. It can be left there for, uh, for future movies. Okay, right, so, so it's like Rocky rips a, someone's throat out, credits. Maybe it could be, like, you know, um, a kind of dark exploration, that, you know. We, keep, we blow it out into like a you know, two, two and a half hour, you know, something epic as it were. <laughs> and it's just, you know, he wrestles with this decision all the time. He know, he's known his entire career, his entire life, that this, you know, this animal lives in him. Um, and he's always fought it. He's always, you know, found his moral core, always thought better of it. But this time... He knows he can't. He, 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 he's just, he's a weakened man. He knows he's not going to be able to, you know, fight this forever, that he will eventually succumb to this animal in him. Um, and he, he sees just those, to taste blood. He just knows that he's not going to be able to return to society ever again, whether or not he's obviously in police custody or he's, he, he goes underground. He goes underground. Like, so the next film he could be like... He's a mole person, that's what he is. <laughs> He's, he's one of those damn cannibal. crab people. <laughs> um, so, so like the next movie, it could start with him like jumping from tree to tree, uh, you know, and he's like those two these two campers running away, and then he jumps on one and tears the spine out of them and things like that. Is that is that where we're going? We're going into the supernatural territory here. Oh, uh, yes, yeah. Why not? I could, I, I'd, I'd quite like to see Rocky and you know eviscerate a few backpackers. That'd be quite fun. Okay, good. I mean, would he be wearing his boxing gloves when he does that? <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess you'd have to for like uh, brand identity. You're going to need the gloves there. It's going to be weird to get a new, you know. An, it an would audience. be weird without the gloves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know, it's not Rocky without the gloves. But I don't know. I think, you know, the kills would come off a bit too comedy. I think that would strike the wrong tone. It sh- I want it to be, you know, something quite, quite terrifying. What if he's made these gloves that, like, when he, when he grips them really tightly, these knives come out of them like he's Wolverine? Uh, no, no, no. I think that you're, kind of, you're going into kind of campy superhero uh, territory there. I reckon that, you know... Okay, all right, okay. We'll go the other way then. What if, what if Rocky Eight then is just about Rocky? He's down in the dumps, uh, and to get off in his kicks, he just he just finds campers and he kills them and rapes them. <laughs> yeah, completely it's, methodically. It's actually more like you know uh, Henry portrait of a serial killer. That's right. It's nothing. There's nothing to do with him as a boxer. There, there's no connection. We've just given him the Rocky name. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a shameless cash cow. I mean, it worked. We got the people in, but, you know, it's nothing. It's, there's nothing. There is no common thread besides Sylvester Stallone. That's right. I mean, and it's got to be, it's got to be horrible as well. I mean, the, the best, the, the, the best criticism we could hope to get is it's brutal and artless. <laughs> Sweet uh, the Razzies. No, 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 the ra- the Razzies don't fucking touch us. <laughs> no, I mean, wow. I mean, this is like you know, this is pure filth. Like you know, this is this ushers in a whole new age of of cinema censorship. Right. You know, okay. Th- th- I mean, we haven't is, seen yeah. stuff like this since the sixties. There's a new video nasties list. Yeah, I mean, this blows cinema. This blows uh, animal holocaust, cannibal holocaust out of the fucking water. 
Oh, fucking... Yeah, th- there we go. That's the movie I want to see. I think we're a little bit, you know, we're not great on the details, but that's it. Okay, I'm going gonna, uh, gonna to give you one of my ideas now. Um, although I don't know how the fuck can I come... How, how can I say anything <laughs> after that? All right, okay. Uh, so this is a bit more bit more milk toast. Um, Rocky, now 75, decides to get back in the ring, much like in Rocky Balboa, as you were saying. Uh, he gets his boxing license after being challenged by the champ. He trains up, he gets over some emotional hurdles, and that's the first 25 minutes. He fights the champ and is immediately killed in the ring. The next three and a half hours are a grueling face-off between the state prosecutor's office and the boxing commission on the defensive. Who is responsible <laughs> for Rocky's death? The state commission responsible for issuing boxing licenses, the fight promoters, the commission's doctors and medical examiners, or Rocky himself? <laughs> a solid uh, procedure, courtroom procedural. That's I right. Quite I like that. I envision it as uh, one of the few movies that they put out today that has a 15-minute intermission. <laughs> oh, with you know um, concessions as uh, as gratis. That's right. Well, if yeah. you're sitting through this, we're going to give you some free popcorn. It's a hard watch, you know. Free, it's free not because it's boring. It's really gritty. I mean, that's like something that always kind of baffled me about um, Rocky Balboa. It's just uh, it's how so was, it's so how sad. Was, well, it's just how was it allowed to happen? Really. Um, Rocky is, yeah, to say a fifty-eight-year-old should not have been allowed in the ring at all. And there was a yeah, very sorry, I, I was wrong. He's he's sixty. Oh, 60. I think Sylvester Stallone was fifty-eight or fifty-nine when he filmed. But yeah, Rocky, Rocky's sixty. Right. Okay. In Rocky Balboa. Yeah. So it's just yeah, heads are fucking rolling in the boxing commission, right? That's that's right. I mean, it's all about that. It's all about finger pointing. And then, you know, we can get into the, the, the dark underbelly of boxing. Who's controlling what? Why did they allow him to do it? Who put that $500,000 bet on Rocky to win or Rocky to lose or Rocky to die or whatever? Right, okay. So it's kind of like almost like a sort of infiltration kind of thriller where they kind of, you know, they, basically this is all like a precursor to the next movie where they're trying to stitch up Don King. They're trying to, you don't need to fucking stitch up Don King. I, mean, <laughs> I think I said it before, didn't I? You know, if you want to read an interesting Wikipedia article, there you go. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. I, sorry, you did mention that, but uh, I never got around to it. Sorry, did, is, you, is it did, you just, did you just tap your girlfriend on the face with your elbow there or something? <laughs> Back in the kitchen, woman. Oh, my God. Uh, no, I just I'll, I'll get rid of that. <laughs> no, just that's how you open the episode out of out of context. And it's like, ah, back to the kitchen. Welcome to the show. Well, back into the kitchen, woman. Um, no, I just hit the mic. Yeah, no, I know. Oh, I didn't actually think it was your girl. What is your girlfriend made out of plastic or something? She's just stood there. No, but she's quiet. You know, she knows her place now. Yeah, she's a, a Milford woman. <laughs> you always know a Milford woman. I was going to say a Mumford woman. But uh, there's no such thing. Um, okay, I have another idea. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so you know um, in Rocky Balboa and in Creed, uh, Rocky runs a restaurant called Adrian's because Adrian in the film is dead. Uh, so yes. He, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. named it after her. Okay, all right. So that's the context you need, right? So in the, in the last two films, Rocky runs that restaurant. Okay. Rocky still runs Adrian's, but in his old age, he's grown sloppy. The walk-in's a mess. Most of the ingredients are frozen and the menu's dated. 
Can Chef Gordon Ramsay get oh. even? <laughs> I'm going to fucking cut you off as well. I, I was going to say the same fucking thing. Can, <laughs> can okay, Chef Gordon yeah, Ramsay get Adrian's back into shape? Or will Rocky and Gordon come to blows? There is no boxing in this film. Rocky goes large. <laughs> yes. Bring that on. Oh, we, I could definitely see and you know, is it is it like is it like a theatrical you know movie at all? Is, does it have the same you know proper three act formula, or is it just a ninety minute you know extended episode of Kitchen Nightmares? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, I'd love to see so much of that fucking fly of the fly on the wall stuff of Rocky just fucking mum, you know, muttering under his breath that he's Gordon's a fucking cunt. Rocky, I thought you said that the muscles were fresh. They're fresh. They're not fresh. They're frozen. They're fresh and then they're frozen. <laughs> That's not fresh, Rocky. You are uh. an idiot sandwich. <laughs> well, I can do. I can fucking... do impressions of neither of those people. Yeah, is that fucking flight sergeant Ramsey or what? <laughs> flight sergeant Ramsey. I know. Okay, oh. you you do you give me an impression of Gordon. Oh, I. Can, I... I can't no. Uh, I can't do a fucking impression of that guy. Um, yeah, all I could all I could say was fucking idiot sandwich. But, um, you know, just shout cunt. All right, I'll, I'll do an impression. Okay, so we'll we'll put this somewhere else and we'll ask people who this is because I guarantee a hundred percent of people will know who it is just from these few words. Okay. Okay. This is this is a perfect impression of Gordon Ramsay. I'm Gordon Ramsay. Bollocks. <laughs> like he's just realised he's Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> and he's not he's happy. Like, what the fuck am I? <laughs> My life. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay has an existential crisis. <laughs> this is halfway through Adrian's, right? You know, he gives up, and then the rest of it becomes quite a hard-hitting documentary where they follow Gordon, right, as he's going. As he starts plumbing the depths, he immediately leaves Adrian's and finds the closest bar and completely ransacks the fucking place. He is shit-faced drunk. He doesn't see sobriety for the next eight months, at least. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. I need to stop laughing. I, but, you know, I don't like, have time for pasta. I don't have time to cook pasta every day. I mean, like, Ramsey still ends up with his jaw broken, like, with having his head thrown against, like, the fridge door or something <laughs> yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> I would like to see Gordon Ramsay go into a restaurant and just say that everything is gay. <laughs> like, this lasa- is this lasagna fresh? Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, well, no, we it isn't. It. It's we- gay. <laughs> we made it yesterday. It tastes gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um... Okay. Do you have any any other ideas? I still I think this um, this kitchen nightmare scenario could take uh, you know could come off the heels of um, I think uh, the Rocky bloodlust um, arc there and well, um, well, like Gordon Ramsay walks in and there's like loads of loads of people on meat hooks. No, I was going to say like when the uh, crew loses sight of Gordon, you know, they, when they do track him down, Rocky's in the walk-in, just like chewing on what is left of Chef Ramsay. Yeah, and it's it's just like a, a buzz cut scalp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chef Ramsay. I was going to say, what about if um, Gordon goes in, and like in many of these situations in Kitchen Nightmares, um, you know, Rocky is more than capable. He is more than capable of managing the kitchen. He's more than capable of even being a chef, even though he isn't the chef there. You know, he knows his stuff. But there's something stopping him from really 
really doing his really doing his shit, as there often is in these programs. You know, there's some emotional problem, there's some sort of blockage. Mm-hmm. And Gordon Ramsay and his producers are very good at identifying that and bullying it out of people. <laughs> and, and he does that and, and you know it's like uh, Rocky's like well my wife's dead and my son doesn't want to talk to me and you know I'm, I am I built my identity on being this physically powerful man and I'm an old man and, and Ramsey's there and he's like hmm, hmm, hmm I'll teach you how to cook Ramsey teaches Rocky how to cook and Rocky's like well I know how to cook I know how to cook but really it's like a Mr. Miyagi thing where it's kind of like yeah yeah you just you just get 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 the ladle and drop the ladle. Get the ladle and drop the ladle. Get the egg and put the egg on the other side. I don't know. I don't know any fucking... Give me some chefing terms. Uh... Spit roast that baby, yeah. <laughs> Spit roast that baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Is that what I sound... Spit roast that baby. Spit roast that baby. Um, um, you say fire the steaks. He's like, yeah, fire the steaks, yeah, fire the steaks, and you know, he's he's teaching him how to move these tongs. It's like, it's all in the wrist. Cooking is all in the wrist, Rocky. <laughs> and then and then Ro- and then Rocky gets into the ring and he's like, oh god, I don't know, I'm so old. And then he hears Gordon's voice and it's like, it's all in the wrist. Fire them steaks, and he starts doing it, and it's like it turns out that the key to being a boxer is to know how to fire some fucking steaks. Yeah, it's a good pantos. That's all you need. It's it's all in the pantos. So what was this, this final confrontation is almost like this beautifully choreographed kind of kung fu type thing where all these gestures that he's learned in the kitchen have somehow miraculously found, it, found their place in the ring and Rocky no, triumphs. No, he's never allowed in the ring because he's 70 years old and that would be ridiculous. <laughs> he's just in a ring because he's got dementia. He's just in a ring. He's not in a ring at all. He's in a padded cell. <laughs> it's the brain damage for a career in boxing. I mean, they do cover that in Rocky, which I think is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm talking about like inf- inflamed brain tissue to like bordering on, ra- you know, like rabies situation. You know, he, he can't perceive reality in any way like he used to as a younger man. Well, now you've got me thinking, well, what if Rocky Eight was really about Rocky becoming like an anti-boxing... What would the Campaigner? Yeah, what if, what if Rocky Eight is about... Rocky becoming an anti-boxing campaigner, and he's he's going on about brain damage. I mean, his best friend Apollo Creed did die mm-hmm. in the ring. Oh, sorry, spoiler warning. <laughs> but it, but is it in number two, number three, number four? Ooh, you'll never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I I don't know. Do you think that could work? Yeah, yeah, easy. I think it'd be more of kind of a like a half an hour kind of expose, you know, and is you know. His successes and failures as a lobbyist. Um, phase one of his career, he was very good at boxing. Phase two, it turns out he's very good at blackmail. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's a very... He, he campaigns with absolute integrity. It's just that the Boxing Commission like, are on his back to corrupt him in any way, shape or form. You know, Of such fierce you know, um, kind of bribery or at least attempts at bribery, they realise he can't be bought. They, go to, they resort to more drastic measures and kill his dog. Right, and then he picks up his two 9 millimeters, <laughs> his, belo- his beloved silver ballers. Shaves his head. Shaves his head? His head. Yeah, and then he, um, he, he shoots around a bit. <laughs> he he, go, he goes to a Turkish bath and he kills some people who are wasting. <laughs> he deep shoots in... it around a bit. <laughs> he shoots it around a bit. Fucking hell! <laughs> it sounds like he's really he's wanking. He's, he's a little bit cummy. 
He's just shooting it around a bit. What does that mean? What does a little bit cummy mean? <laughs> you're either you're either very cummy or you're not cummy at all. <laughs> well, that it would certainly fit in with the uh, the Rocky getting the bloodlust thing. You know, maybe maybe it could be Rocky um, goes into the ring again and then he goes mad and then at the end, it, you know, they've like they've had to shoot Sylvester Stallone like eight times. You know, with with biplanes because he was climbing the Empire State Building, and like right, he, okay. he, his corpse is on the ground, and then like someone walks in in front of him and he says, "That's why you don't do boxing, kids." <laughs> because what we didn't, you know, what we didn't factor in is that that gypsy hex, you know, was um, either wore out or was lifted, but he's still on this massive, massive, massive like protein diet. So as soon as that thing's off, like that weight has been lifted, and he he puts on such incredible mass. That's yes. I mean, not just mass, at height as well. <laughs> well, there's um, still a supernatural element, so he's capable of you know these incredible super sizes. And you could have Eye of the Tiger, but also for the very sad bits, you could have Bill Cosby singing "Boxing it gives you the brain damage." <laughs> yeah, there's there's no gravity to any of the uh, to any of the sad scenes at all. I just said that he was going to climb the Empire State Building as if he was King Kong. Of course, there's no fucking gravity to any of this. <laughs> well, I tried to believe him better. I, I do like the idea of, of Rocky kind of slowly... Like, it could be like an anti-steroids film, and it turns out steroids makes you into a 30-foot gorilla. <laughs> like, that's his massive pitch as a lobbyist. Like, He's constantly laughed out. Like you can have like a real B movie bit where it's like a conversation between the scientist and the police chief, and the police chief says, "But I don't get it, Doc. I I thought that athletes take steroids all the time." And the doctor can like move his move his uh, glasses and say, "Well, that's right, but uh, the steroids reacted to his Italian heritage, <laughs> and he became a gorilla." Uh, okay, so I'm going to move on to the the last thing I've got written down. Okay, are you ready? Oh, this is this is the dynamite one, right? This is. Uh... This is I, I like okay. I need a minute to before I say this because this is going to be hard to get through. Okay. Like <clears> what <throat> you've written it badly, or is it just you're going to be cracking the fuck up? You've made me laugh too much on this one. This oh, is no. this is no good for my serious persona. <clears throat> me 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 me. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, you can't yeah. laugh even at the first line. You can't laugh. Oh, you don't don't say that. I'm primed to laugh now. But no I'll laughing. do my best. Or I'll, okay. I'll I'll just mute the mic. No, no, no! Don't don't mute the mic. It's okay. It's okay. You won't laugh. It's very serious. <laughs> you this, won't laugh. It's shit. This, you won't laugh. It's shit. Okay, you ready? This is this is a heartfelt film. All right. Rocky is captured by the North Koreans after they invade the U.S. In a concentration camp for some time. He's finally singled out by some North Koreans who realise who he is. Rocky is, of course, one of Kim Kim Jong-un's favourite athletes. Rocky is forced to box for Kim Jong-un's pleasure and to save American lives, beating other North Korean favourites such as Tiger Woods and Dennis Rodman, both (laughs) both of whom are thrown into a volcano for their failure. Kim Jong-un offers Rocky his freedom if he can beat North Korea's greatest boxer ever, Mecha Jongzilla, standing at <laughs> over five feet tall. Sta- standing at over five feet tall. 
<laughs> After a bloody match, Rocky wins on a technical knockout and attains his freedom, immediately challenging Kim Jong-un to a boxing match then and there. Kim is compelled to accept the challenge to save face. Rocky outclasses Kim Jong-un, but then Kim Jong throws some sand in Rocky's face or whatever and gains the advantage. However, some sand also gets into Mecha Jongzilla's eyes, sending him berserk. The film ends with Kim Jong-un being torn into two at the waist and Rocky assuming the premiership of North Korea and the occupied United States. In the last moments, Rocky assures the crowding TV cameras that the pain and suffering the 21st century have so far endured are merely the beginning of a million-year-long nightmare that will consume all. Eye of the Tiger plays. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Thank you. Good. I, d- I did. I did. I like the idea of Rocky assuming the premiership. <laughs> Rocky would be a great leader. Do you know um, Sylvester Stallone's one of his original ideas for Rocky Two was that he would become the mayor. I thought you were going to say president. He would become the president. Well, I mean, you know, stranger things have happened. I suppose so. Why was there never a Rocky where Rocky fought Arnold Schwarzenegger? I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of a missed opportunity. But, you know, there's, I'm sure there's space in Rocky Twelve. Well, they're both still alive. You can, well, even if they weren't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it won't, I don't think it'd have the same impact if we've got these kind of two... Two, two corpses. I was going to say octogenarians, but... <laughs> um, no, I mean, you could, just, you could just do it with CGI, couldn't you? <laughs> I mean, I, I, th- so. I think very soon you're not going to need actors anymore. I mean, you, yeah. could, you, could, you could go back and you could make, you could make Rocky Eight. And you could just say, well, we've done it with CGI and it's set in between Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Because we've, we've just animated... Like, Sylvester Stallone isn't involved at all. We've just animated something that looks a lot like him. <laughs> that probably is the future, isn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I kind of imagine there'll be something like that in the future. Yeah, maybe, maybe not that. I imagine that wouldn't get much of an audience anyway. But I... Yeah. Oh, no, but I think, you know, replacing actors with CGI. It, yeah. It, They've toyed around with stuff like that. Yeah, or, or they... You see, I don't know why they didn't do that for Indiana Jones. They could have put Indiana Jones's face onto a much younger actor who could, you know, like, move a bit more sprightly than Harrison Ford can. Right, so you, we put Indiana Jones's face on Shia LaBeouf's body. Yeah, but, like, on, on the back <laughs> But we of put Shia LaBeouf's face on Harrison Ford's body. But where's, where does Chewbacca go in all of this? <laughs> Well, that's it. We've done bastardizing Rocky. Sorry about that. Thank you very much for watching. Don't forget to check out Boisterous Extra, where you can find some extra clips where we've taken stuff out of this podcast because it's still good. It just uh, doesn't fit in, although I think that might be hard to believe after this episode. Yeah, I definitely think that's uh, that's up to, up to those guys, really. <laughs> I think it could very well just be shit. Great. Thank you, Damien. <laughs> Another glowing endorsement from Damien. It could just be shit. It's, uh, yeah, well, it is what it is. Thank you for watching. See you next time. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.